Hey guys, what's up? It's Angel again. Um, of course, creating my third episode on my podcast called The Means. Um, in today's podcast, I wanted to talk about something that's a bit different of a topic than what I talked about before. Um, now that you know a little bit of a background on me and kind of what I came from, where I came from, what my dreams and aspirations were, that led me to be who I am today. I wanted to go over something that is a bit sensitive to a lot of people. Um, and the main reason being because it affects a lot of people, whether it be personally or someone in their immediate family or friend or just anybody and that thing is eating disorders now when you hear the words eating disorders you think anorexia bulimia something along those lines but to me um and to many others an eating disorder can be much more than those things. Um, an eating disorder can also be lumped in with binge eating disorder or food addiction. Now, I'm pretty sure for my whole life, from the time I was, I don't know, maybe three or four to the time I was about 29, I had a food addiction. And after the police academy, This is something I left out of my last podcast, but after the police academy, I really let myself go. I was sitting at about 135 pounds in the police academy, and a lot of it was lean mass, was lean muscle. Um, I was running a lot, I was crossfitting, I was eating decent, not great, but decent, Um, and I was very small, and I was fit, and I felt pretty good. Now, after the police academy, I just decided, you know what, I don't have to run anymore, I don't have to work out anymore, I really don't have any other reason to, I'm not trying to get to a certain weight, I'm not trying to get to a certain goal, like I can, I'm an adult, I can basically do whatever I want, so I stopped, I stopped it all. No running, no working out, I wouldn't even do crunches, nothing, not a damn thing, and along with that, I ate whatever I wanted, I overate. I stuffed myself. And I can't say that I had binge eating disorder. Um, That's definitely something different than what I had. Um, But what I had, I would definitely consider to be a food addiction. Um, I didn't want to go without sugar. Um, I couldn't go without sugar in my mind. I needed it. It was what made me happy. And I stuffed everything I was feeling down my throat. Um, and I know that so many people have said this and so many people have gone over it, but I was the epitome of food addiction. Chick-fil-A, McDonald's, um, Taco Bell, you name it, I would eat it. Um, and it was all the time. I mean, it was a lot. Most people don't want to admit how often they eat out, but I mean, it could be daily. And for me, a lot of the time it was. I would crave it. I would need it. I would be driving and I would see a fast food restaurant and I would stop and I would get something and I wouldn't even think about it. I would just get it and I would just eat it. Um, and I felt like garbage most of the time. I really felt bad. My 
my digestion was bad, my heart didn't feel good, my body didn't feel good, and most importantly, out of everything, my mind didn't feel good. I was foggy, I was depressed, I would cry a lot, like I just didn't feel good. And it was this vicious cycle of just eating garbage and feeling sad and eating more garbage because I felt sad. So fast forward about a year and a half, two years down the line, and I had put on about 50 pounds. And so I was now at about 185 pounds. Um, And that's a lot for someone who's five foot one. So I, and, and that's when I started kind of really dieting and changing the way that I was eating. But I wasn't doing it in the right way. Um, I was trying everything. I was trying Weight Watchers. I was trying keto. And none of it worked for me because I would just give up. And I would just binge. And I would just eat whatever I wanted. I would get so hungry because I was depriving myself of so much that I would just eat and I would gain weight and it would make me sad and so I would eat more and it was just this terrible vicious cycle now it got to the point where I was working an office job and I weighed 100 no I weighed 202 pounds I weighed myself and I thought oh my god I've done it I have tipped over 200 and this is where I'm at now and I felt so big I was just disgusted with myself and and the dieting continued and it didn't work and it was terrible I never got over 202 I really did rein it back as much as I could but I was teetering around 195 to 197 for a long time now I left that job. Um, That was the last one I really talked about in my uh, first podcast. But I left that job and I got a new one. Well, no. After I left that job, I was actually unemployed for quite some time. I was living off of my school money um, from about September to January. And I finally, in about January... Okay, I had a job from about mid-November to the end of December, and I quit that. And I didn't have a job until, gosh, about March. So for about two months, I sat at home. And it was about the middle of January, I think it was like January 11th, that I decided I was going to join the gym. Because I was just sitting at home, and I know what I'm doing in the gym. I spent many years in a gym. I learned from top bodybuilders how to lift weights. Um, I was fortunate enough to meet them uh, in a town I used to live in. We used to work out every day together. So I learned a lot from them. And I thought, I'm just wasting away here. I'm getting fat. I'm getting unhealthy. I need to change. So I joined the gym, Planet Fitness, and I started working out. And I took a before picture because I really wanted to do it this time so I took a before picture I looked like a blimp I was absolutely disgusted with myself I had put on so much weight and um I spent about four or five months 
at Planet Fitness, and I did pretty good. I lost some weight. I built some muscle. Um, I had some newbie gains, as they were called. Um, I started feeling better about myself, but I also felt like maybe I was a bit over Planet Fitness. Um, They don't have a lot of the things that other gyms have, like proper squat racks or deadlift stations or um, bumper weights or uh, row machines or things that I'm used to. So I decided, since I work right directly next door from a Gold's Gym, that I was going to join Gold's Gym. Um, and that is what I did. So I have been going to Gold's Gym now for about two months and I have immensely upped my training and it has gotten so much better. I have put on even more muscle. I mean, I'm not, I'm not stupid. I know I'm not putting on two pounds of muscle a month, but maybe, you know, a half a pound to a pound a month with how I lift. Um, I am in a slight caloric deficit, but I still do think I'm building muscle as I did have quite a bit of body fat to lose. Um, and so my body is adapting and, um, burning that fat and, um, I do believe I'm having a bit of muscle growth. Um, I got back into deadlifting, squatting, basically the fundamentals and the basics. And there's actually another podcast, um, Swolnormous, Papa Swolio that I've been listening to for a few months now and that has immensely changed my training, my outlook on life, food, nutrition, training in general. Um, and I can 100% say that was a driving factor in much of my success. So shout out to Papa S. Um, but yeah, so I will say when I started this fitness journey, I was about 202 pounds. Um, and now I am officially at 178 pounds. So I have lost a little over 20 pounds and my body composition looks drastically different. I'm actually going to try to put a picture of my progress from when I started to now um, as the thumbnail for this podcast. So now to kind of sum this up a little bit before I end it, I don't have the magic words for you to quit your food addiction it's hard it's like drugs it really is I had mental wars with myself in my mind while driving home from work to either go home and eat dinner or to go home and eat lunch because I live fairly close to my job um and I would fight myself I would say you need to go home and and not go get something to eat like you you can't and I now haven't had fast food in about mm, I'd have to look on my bank account but I I'm pretty sure it's been over two months which doesn't seem like an extremely long time but for somebody who used to eat fast food every day who used to go literally I think they almost started to know my name at the bakery down the street because I would stop in and get these fucking sugary ass cookies um, all the time, but for somebody who just stuck whatever they wanted in their cart at the grocery store, sugar, uh, dairy, breads, just whatever, um, to somebody who now doesn't eat anything processed, who now doesn't eat fast food, who doesn't crave it anymore, that doesn't crave sugar or candy or sweets anymore, it's just, I am personally here to tell you that when you start having a proper diet, and you start, um, and you stop eating the stuff that you were, 
I'm trying to kick my cat out of my room. Um, once your body is getting what it needs, proper nutrition, proper foods, um, then you, you stop wanting all that other stuff. It's, it's the, it's tricky. So all of these companies that make all this garbage food, they put this, they literally have scientists that know how to make the food addictive, that has addictive properties. And so people crave it and they want it and they can't control themselves. And I was there, I was that person. And it took a true mental fight, a mental war and also a change in viewpoint. Um, I changed it from being a victim of obesity to being an outcome. I, I didn't view it anymore as, I can't lose weight, it's too difficult, I can't do this, I can't, I can't, I can't. Food is too good, it's the only thing I love in life, it's the one good thing I have in my life. Like it was a friend or something, but it was slowly killing me, okay? I changed my outlook and I stopped looking at it that way. And I just thought to myself, I wonder what life is like. Because I would see all of these people that didn't have food addictions, that would just eat normal amounts of food that were not bad for them, that would refrain from eating sugar. And it was like second nature for them. It was just something they did. And I thought, I wonder what life is like as one of those people who puts all that extra time and effort into looking for their next meal, into wondering what they're going to eat, into craving something and, and can't possibly get it off their mind because they want it so bad. And I wonder what it's like to put that much time and effort into something else and not food. And I thought, and I think when I do that and I change, that my, my mind will change and my body will change too. And I'll feel better. And I'm 30. I just turned 30 this year. And my body feels better than it's ever felt. Even when I was um, 135 pounds in the police academy, my body feels better than it's ever felt. And I'm not just talking physically, I'm talking mentally. Meditation and yoga and basically doing an elimination diet um, via Papa Swolio. If you're looking for a life-changing uh, mentor in the fitness industry, look him up. He goes over elimination diets. I've eliminated dairy apart from grass-fed butter. I've eliminated dairy, gluten, and bread. Um, not because I'm celiac or have celiac disease, but because it didn't agree well with me and it made me feel foggy, so I eliminated that. Um, I eliminated processed sugars, um, and essentially the only things that I have in my diet now are, and this is going to sound depressing, and you're going to think, God, I can't do that, but I, I, I worked up to it. It wasn't something that I just started right away. Um, it slowly took me about a month to completely rid my diet of everything that was making me feel bad, right? So... I essentially eat any fruit that I want, um, so I eat a lot of apples, I eat a lot of bananas, I eat a lot of blueberries, strawberries, occasionally some peach, um, watermelon and pineapple if I can get my hands on them, some mangoes, um, I eat, I have like a, a homemade chocolate sauce I make that ha doesn't have any sugar in it, it's basically just powdered peanut butter, 
um, Ghirardelli cocoa powder with some swerve in it, um, and I pour that on top of my blueberries and bananas with some coconut whipped cream on top and a little bit of shredded unsweetened coconut. That's my dessert. Um, I've got, uh, I eat a lot of grass-fed beef. I just made chili tonight with three types of beans, tomatoes, beef broth, um, onions. Like, you can make really good food. Sweet potatoes are fucking delicious if you cook them the right way. You chunk them up and you saute them with some grass-fed butter and olive oil and you just go ham on those, you know? Um, there's so many good foods you can make so many good recipes and essentially I guess in a way um, I changed my diet from garbage and processed sugar to a clean diet full of real foods that make my body feel satiated and healthy and happy and mentally I can't even I mean if you're one of the people that are morbidly obese or that are extremely overweight and you uh, take a lot of pills or you have diabetes or you're borderline diabetic or you're working your way there you I, I don't know a better way to tell you that if I can do it you can do it I know everyone always says that but I was a food addict you don't I mean muffins and cookies and cakes and donuts I would go to Walmart and I would get a gigantic box of like a dozen chocolate frosted donuts and I would get home and I would eat three of them just standing in the kitchen and then I'd eat dinner a little bit later and then I'd go back and eat two more I mean it was bad it was really bad I had no control and there will get to a point that you don't crave that stuff anymore there will if you cut out all the garbage from your diet and you do an elimination diet and you start eating the right foods you won't crave it anymore if someone put it in front of me right now i wouldn't even touch it i don't want it i just simply don't um but just like with a drug addiction food addiction is extremely similar in um you're not going to stop and make a change until you're ready and unfortunately for everybody there's different levels of readiness that's why there's so many people who start diets and stop start you have to really want it and you have to accept that it's a lifelong thing and it's not like you're tying a ball to your leg and saying this is it like i'm i'm, I'm stuck now this is what i'm doing for the rest of my life no it shouldn't be like that it's a journey it is a the health it makes you feel good your endorphins get going and every day it's like I walk into that gym and it's like therapy and some days I don't lift and some days I don't work out some days I just do yoga or mobility or a little bit of cardio you know um, don't put so much pressure on yourself it's not a short-term fix you have the rest of your life but you just have to get started um, but yeah so I just wanted to make that this because I think the most important thing over jobs or work or money or anything in life is your health. And if you don't have that, then you don't have any of the other stuff. So that should be a motivating factor. Just feeling good. If you want to go through your life feeling like garbage because you fill your body with garbage, then so be it. But I'm here to tell you that as a former food addict, your life will be substantially better if you make some changes, I promise you. So I hope this motivated you a little bit. I hope you find peace and happiness and that you can put down all the food that's bad for you and know that when you're putting something terrible in your mouth, it's doing harm. It is. It might not seem like it, but it is. So um, yeah, I hope that you enjoyed this podcast and hearing my personal experience about all of that. And uh, I wish you luck with all of your fitness and health journeys. And like I said, it's a lifelong um journey and 
the sooner you get started, the better. So I wish you all luck and happiness and peace. Talk to you next time.